Hi, and welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast, focusing on topics to help you with your photo management. I am Fiona from Photo Helper. And I am Chantal from Photos in Order. Hi, Fiona. Hi, Chantal. And hi, lovely listeners. We've missed you. Well, we have. <laughs> so, um, as you might have noticed, we had a long summer break. <laughs> um, not necessarily um, a holiday as such, but um, yeah, what were you up to, Fiona? Tell us. Well, our last posting on uh, our release was uh, the end of November. So since then, um, yes, I finished up my first year of uni doing my Bachelor of Counselling, which I absolutely loved. So thrilled that I'm now in my second year starting now. So that's great. Um, yeah, just time with family, some, um, yeah, really just... Uh, a bit of a renewing, refreshing. <laughs> um, yeah, worked on my photos a little bit, my own, so that's always nice. Um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a lovely break. How about yourself? Yeah, me too. So um, I started off with a um, a little holiday with a friend who came over from Switzerland, and we did a um, a week long trip which was absolutely loving uh, lovely and then we had nice christmas and i didn't go anywhere in january but as you did we just can't help ourselves can we uh, i worked on my own photos because i have to admit <laughs> i had neglected them a little bit because i was so busy working for other people and their photos yeah. um, yes i'm so glad i've done it um it involves a few biggest steps that took time and i'm glad that's that on and i can just chip away at it now it's so good i think it's a reminder really for all of us that this you know photo organizing as a project is just always an ongoing thing it is it is and i think it's like our health it's like you know any area in our life that we just maintain you know we maintain good habits in different ways and Organising our photos is just the same. And I think if we approach it like that and we realise that sometimes in life, you know, maybe we're not walking as much if, if a health is our, you know, a goal for us. But we know we can pick back up again and we can just start doing our regular routine of walking. And obviously in the analogy with our photos, it's the same thing. So, you know, if... If you, uh, you know, if you're listening and this is sort of a resonating with you as far as having done your, you know, you've maybe had an, a, a great progress with your a project you're working on with your photos and it just did become a little bit overwhelming or life got in the way and different commitments came up, then, you know, like Chantel just said, and, and I, I and I do the same, is sometimes it's just, you know, it's okay, put that behind you. It's um, it's a part of life in all different, you know, things that we do and, and you know, working with our photos, it's no different. So mm. it's the reality, isn't it, Chantel? Very true. Very, very wise words and, and so true, I, I think, yes. Yeah. To be motivated to just say, it's okay, it's okay, pick my cup. <laughs> That's right. Mm. So today... Um, 
we want to talk about a question that we get asked quite a bit we hear it all the time basically uh, but before we go into it we just want to remind you that when you uh, go to our show notes or onto our website you will find the link to our wish list and that's the place for you to pull in your own question if you do have any questions in, in related to photos whether they're digital or prints um, or projects like photo books and things like that please don't hesitate don't be shy uh, use that link go on the on the wish list it's just a short little google form to fill in and we'll um, answer your question be it directly um, to your email or message or sometimes we do make an episode out of it so yeah don't forget you can do that yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about today's question which is people asking what should i do with my negatives can i throw them out what do you tell them for you? <laughs> All right. So everyone listening, <laughs> keep your negatives, please, 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 please keep your negatives. So that really is the short. We could finish the episode right there, Chantel. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't. We have some good stuff for you guys um, on negatives. But that really is the, the short answer is please keep them. Um, and we'll just jump into a little bit about why and some suggestions, a little bit about the differences between prints and negatives, so why that could be helpful for you to know that difference so that you will keep them. Um, and then also we'll talk a little bit about scanning and archiving um, as well. So, so the first thing that we wanted to um, just explain uh, around this, this idea of keeping our negatives um, is negatives are the original capture of a photo. And so there's a lot of really important information in there. And when I say information, I'm talking about the detail in the photo, the colours in the photo, um, the size of the frame, you know, the the not just sort of a cropped part of a photo, it's the full frame of the photo. So that kind of information is in the negatives and that's the original capture. So um, that's the first reason why we want to keep those negatives because we want to be able to, when we're preserving them, get as much great information out of that negative um, to preserve it and um, and restore it if we need to. So that's our first reason why we're saying we really um, don't want to lose that that bit of it, that really good valuable um, bit of information. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So another reason is uh, not not the reason as such, but when you keep the negatives, what we would suggest is to keep them together with the prints. You know, if let's assume you've got an envelope with prints and that also has the negatives, don't pull it all apart and, you know, <laughs> throw the negatives somewhere in a box and throw the, the photos in another box. Uh, keep them together because that will make it a lot easier to, to get organised. Mm. I wish I'd heard that myself. <laughs> Me too. Oh, my goodness. I yeah 
when I when I was first starting out in this whole thing, I'm like, oh, I'll just collect it all and put my negatives over here and my photos over. Anyway, um, but but this is it's really really helpful information to know because then you can really you can you can see I've got the negatives to that so. Um, you can see and have them scanned and we'll talk about that in a moment but you can compare that to you know the print and yeah it's so much easier when if you keep them together so please do that <laughs> from experience unfortunately <laughs> oh dear yeah so so another one is um I actually I just wanted to read a little bit out of uh, the book from Adam Pratt with the declutter your photo life because he captures this really well so um we'll put the link in the show notes if anyone wants to grab a copy of um of his book which is fantastic but he talks about he just says which is what we were saying um don't separate out your negatives um and don't consider your negatives useless. You know, Adam has a lot of experience in working with many, many clients. And so, yeah, it is, and that's why we're bringing this up as a topic as we see it as well, um, that people sort of say, well, I can't see them. Is it really worth it? It's, yeah. So um, he's saying the same thing. They're not useless um, to keep them. And negatives, he's saying here, are almost always the best source to scan. And then again, separating prints from negatives makes the organisation harder, so keep them together. And so we'll go into about the best source to scan. Um, but another th the reason why we want to keep our negatives and prints together too is um, that it leaves clues when we get them together. Sometimes we've got we've written on the packaging, um, we've got a receipt in there that might have a date, there could be some location or something like that. So if our negatives are separate, then we really lose all that valuable information. Um, so that's another really important reason as to why we want to try to keep them together if we can. As you just said, Fiona, we want to talk a bit about scanning and in particular the difference between scanning a print and scanning the negative um, of that print. But I'll hand that over to you, Fiona, because you, your speciality is scanning <laughs> and you have scanned lots of negatives and prints for myself and for my clients, but you're the pro in that. So I'll leave the word over to you. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so the main reason why uh, we would go initially for the negative and um is because, like I said before, the digital information is in that that negative. So we've got the the raw information, which is uh, our colours are in there, or if they're black and white, um, we've got the size, the original captured size of that frame that's in the negative. Um, they are a lot sharper and clearer that negative is because on a print we have so many variables that have come from the lab where the print lab where we've got that um that photo printed out so we've got the variable of the paper that they've used the variable of the ink that they've used and when we're talking about the ink that might just be the quality of the ink but then that impacts then how quickly they fade the discoloration that you can get, those oranges that come through, the greens and blues that can come through. 
So um, the ink that they use that's impacted by the ink in the paper. Um, and then also the size of the print, they can crop, you know, dramatically. So we've missed some really important uh, detail that's in the original captured negative. So these are just some really good um, reasons why we would go for scanning the negative uh, before we do the print. Um, the prints can not only have the paper and the ink and the size different, but they can also sometimes be silver, you know, have silvering that have come through, which is hard for us to capture the raw information through that print. Um, so the, the reason I would just say we do that first, we look at the negatives first, is because sometimes depending on how those negatives have been stored, and the life that they've led in the however many years, you know, they've been around, um, it can be pretty devastating. There can be a lot of damage on, on those negatives, um, mould and, you know, just that that's the biggest thing I've come across is the mould and mildew. Um, dust, you know, can definitely, if they've been sticky, something's spilt on it and then dust just sticks to it and there's some, Emulsion cleaners you can use, and there's definitely ways around it, but I would strongly suggest talking to a professional about that before you try anything um, because that's, you know, could be very precious information. The only, you know, um, source of the real data on that negative is all you have with wedding photos or something like that from, you know, family or grandparents and historical photos that, um, yeah, you just want to get the, some good advice around because that is um, caring for them is definitely something that in the past, you know, people have just thrown them in a box and, you know, we've all heard about the boxes under the bed of <laughs> negatives um, in the cupboards, haven't we? So um, I have definitely come across negatives that are really just you know, really sad, poor quality, and I've gone then to the print mm -hmm. and I've I've scanned that and then I've colour corrected that to, to bring it back to as best I can of that original, yeah. But just definitely something to be aware of why, again, it's really good to, um, to keep those prints with the negatives so that we can at least have a look and see if there is damage and we can try and salvage the print and then you've got those memories still retained. And also just um, as a bit of a side question here to you, uh, because I know you do the camera scanning. Um, so you basically take a photo of the photo. Yep. <laughs> um, obviously with a really good camera and the necessary equipment and all of that. But from what I um, uh, gathered from previous conversations, to scan a negative for you doesn't actually take longer or at least not a lot longer than it would to scan a print is that correct that's correct yes so once you've got the setup um done in you know with the camera and the settings and the cleaning that's really important um and there's there i've got some and you know good um, scanners out there will have the same, you know, materials where we, we you know, we pretty much um, run it through even a demagnetizer so that the, the dust doesn't stick to it straight after you've cleaned it. I mean, it's, it's you know, oh. dust is everywhere, especially when you've got a good camera. You can see it on everything. It's terrible, terrible stuff. <laughs> um, 
But, uh, yeah, once you've got that setup done, um, yeah, you can just, it's it's not a difficult process that, you know, to get overwhelmed by. If someone's going to try and do that, you know, and, and go about that and do it at home, you definitely can. You can get the right equipment. You can set yourself, if you've got a lot and it's going to be cheaper for you than outsourcing it to somebody, um, it's definitely an option and it's not something to be, you know, to be um, confronted by and say, oh, I can't do it because like anything, a new skill that we have, we just go about it, we learn it. There's some great resources on our courses page, actually, Chantel, we've got some great stuff again by Adam Pratt because he, he really is an expert in this area in the US um, and has clients all over the world, actually, but he um, has a great course about learning how to do that if this is something that you wanted to do. So check out the courses tab on our website. Um, you might be able to find something there that might um, help you. But, yeah, it's definitely something which isn't as overwhelming um, and not a reason to to not have a go at, at either outsourcing or, or doing it yourself. Once the setup's done, you can um, – it's just a process. Just churn them out. Click, click, click. <laughs> and then you've got to do the software change at the other end once you've captured the image. But um, I love all that stuff. It's really fun to see the colours come to light. It's be, it's, oh, it's amazing. Oh, it is amazing. As I said before, and we'll put some examples in the show notes. Um, you might have to go to the website, though, to read those. I'm not sure whether the images will show up in your podcast uh, app on the phone. But on the website, it's going to be definitely there uh, we're going to put up a few examples of the same photo one scanned as a print and one scanned from a negative and well you know let the picture speak for themselves <laughs> there's no need to explain it's an astonishing difference um, it's not always as um, extreme as in those examples that we'll show you sometimes it's more subtle but it is there's a huge difference and i've been so impressed um and i had to change my sort of you know oh negative dealing with negatives is way too hard but um actually it really pays mm. on a good quality scan now not everyone is going to scan of course but if you do um as you have just said fiona you know camera scanning is the latest and greatest <laughs> mm. that's what the pros do mostly um and you can learn it yourself or there are other scanners flatbed scanners for example that also do scan negatives um there's always a bit of a learning curve obviously but what we would recommend to if you do want to scan to probably go and try find a local pro to outsource that step um it might not be as expensive as you expect possibly you know and asking doesn't cost a thing so we'd highly encourage you to go and find a local pro and then when you find one just give them a few negatives um like a trial and have them done and see see the result yeah do do a bit of a test run <laughs> yeah i agree i think that's good well we highly would not recommend is to use your phone to do your, your scanning whether that's prints or negatives by the way but what the phone can come in handy to look at the negative because 
obviously looking at negatives is a bit of a nuisance because we need the, the backlight and all that so sometimes to do that with your phone to look at the negative and to find out what's in the picture uh, that can help but we would not recommend scanning with your phone yep absolutely and so as far as uh, you know, when you are scanning, yeah, you'll have different settings on the scanner. So just um, like we were talking about before, there's a bit of a learning curve. Um, but you've been, you know, for those that have been listening to us and have or have just found us recently, you know, you're here because you want to learn. Um, you're wanting to learn about your own photos and what you can do. And so, yeah, that's definitely an option for you to to get um, some more learning in that area for yourself um, and just find out what those settings are and what equipment you might have that you could use or something like that. So um, as far as archiving goes with the negatives, we there's some great um, sleeves out there for negatives that are pre-made and, and there's different sizes of negatives. You know, a traditional sort of 135mm, which is... Um, you know, the, the, the standard strip that we would have seen back in, in our day. <laughs> um, but I, I've definitely dealt with a lot of the 110s, those little tiny thin ones, and um, then there's big ones. You know, there's a whole range of different sizes, but you can get sleeves for different sizes of negatives, and they really are ideally the best way to go. That's an optimal um, way to store your negatives because they're separated and they're safe from sticking together and from um, clumping and uh, dust and you can also then you know label the actual sleeve at the top so that you can know what's in your negatives there you're you know retaining this digital information in the actual physical copy of them as well mm -hmm. so that's really you know a way to go if you keep them in the um developers envelope then you know it look it's better than nothing than than just sort of taking them out of there and putting them all together in one big envelope or something like that so if that's what you've got access to and you're not wanting to invest in the plastic sleeves then um yeah just be aware of the potential risk for mildew um you know the humidity where you're storing them keep them in the middle of the house not what you know away from windows and light exposure moist areas you know attics and basements and things like that so keep them in the house somewhere um and we always sort of suggest somewhere sort of central into the the middle of the house let's just, we'll plonk them in the middle of the lounge room. <laughs> probably not practical but you know what you know where i'm coming from <laughs> um yeah so they're the main tips have we got any others on the scanning and archiving uh no i think that's that's about it yeah you know maybe just as all i had we say yes keep them if you don't want to keep them and you don't intend to scan you know by all means <laughs> throw them out it's up to you you decide, yeah. okay these are our recommendations but there's no there's no law that <laughs> tells you mm. you have to stick to what we tell you so it's up to you but uh, our intention is to give you a bit of background and information so you can make an informed decision you know and then it's up to you yeah yeah 
I like that, Chantelle. That's so true. And I think it is, it's freeing to know that because, you know, we've we've come across this with our with photos as well, and negatives are no different. I think people have a almost this uh, fear around negatives. It's a they're they're like the uh, you know, it's it's the it, if people are going to let go of photos mm-hmm. in general, and we're talking about you know deduplicating things, and we're talking you know it's so obviously some people find this very hard to let go of the of photos, even if they know it's of a tree that means nothing to them, and they have no idea who took the photo, why it was taken, and it just means, but they still have difficulty throwing them out, and I think negatives fall into that category too. So. Thank you for sharing that and just allowing people to be released from from that decision if they choose to make it. That's good. Okay. Shall we wrap that up? Yeah, that's wonderful. So thank you so much for joining us. We have missed doing our recordings and we're looking forward to a fresh year now. We will be releasing a podcast episode uh, once a month. So um, you can look forward to some new um, episodes this year with some guests. And if you just jump over to the website, sign up to the newsletter, and um, there's a few different options for you there to to have your name and email address with us so that you don't miss out on, um, yeah, just things that we send through from time to time and uh, just some information for you on upcoming episodes when they're released. That leaves us with... Also, maybe pointing out that in the show notes, there will be a few links to episodes, to to past episodes that relate to this whole topic. So have a look there as well. There might some so there might be some more helpful information in terms of negatives. Um, check those out. And I'm Chantelle from Photos in Order. And I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. Thanks so much for tuning in. And as always, happy photo organising. Bye. Bye.